0: Welcome to part two of this out of line discussion with IGO Kafur. I started using social in, I want to say junior high or like back when I was in Nigeria and we had the High Five, Bebo, Myspace, social media was just something that I naturally gravitated towards. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just wanted to share my style. I wanted to share my photographs. I wanted to see what everyone was up to and doing. Uh, and at that time where I started, it was a trend. And I want to say this was maybe 2006, 2007 or something like that. Uh, I started off with Lookbook and Lookbook is a platform where a variety of people can come on to showcase their fashion looks. And it's a lot of where these bloggers started, like Adam Gallagher, you know, Denny, Steven, and all of the guys that are so good at what they do. Uh, So I got that, and then with, I think Instagram was what really blew up for me. I got Instagram in 2011 or so, and I didn't realize that there was anything I wanted to do with it. I just wanted to share the photos that I was taking because at the time, I was very into photography. It was around the time Instagram was popular, Tumblr was very popular, and I just wanted to showcase that. And in the middle of using Instagram, my mother forced me pretty much to start my own website where I discuss menswear, lifestyle travel, and all of that, because I was following all these bloggers who did the same, and I was writing for smaller magazines at the time, and she didn't want me to work for other people. So I started the website and I started using Instagram as a platform to promote what I was writing about. And slowly but surely, I was posting personal style photos and people started to repost. And I would say the growing has been pretty gradual. There have been certain things that have happened in my career to, you know, spike the following, but it's been pretty gradual, you know. it's i'm very i'm very happy at the way things are going i think that everything happens for a reason and if and you know my career has taught me that life is going to put you where you're supposed to be and i couldn't be more grateful i'm enjoying it I worked in digital marketing for the past three years, uh, digital marketing and magazine. And I quit last year around October to do this full time. And I think that arose from doing what I'm doing now for myself for the past four years in the same way. And I just wanted to take a stab at taking all those Um, learning experiences and applying it to myself. And, you know, it's been pretty enlightening. It's not as easy as it looks, but outside of that, I consult for other brands. I do a bit of uh, styling and my ultimate goal is to have my own menswear brand in the future. So I am working towards that. It'd be nice to, you know, model my career after people like Tom Ford and George Armani or Ralph La- Lauren, who have managed to put their names on a variety of platforms relating to, you know, luxury lifestyle. If I can even do half of what they've done, I'd be very happy. So I'm doing all of the things that will help me get to that direction. But my Yeah, my, oh, it's okay. (laughs) My brand would, you know, is what I'm focused on right now. There's a long way to go. I feel like I'm just starting, even though I've been doing this for four years. Uh, It feels like I'm just starting and I have a long way to go and I'm, you know, ready to work hard and do all that I have to do to get to the end goal. Oh my god, he's great, isn't he? He magic. Fabulous. He's so talented. Right. <laughs> Legend. Honestly, so aspirational. Everything <laughs> beyond cries and <in> Tom Ford. <laughs> Honestly, oh my gosh. For sure, he's great. He exudes everything that I try to do on my platform, to be honest, or just how I want to live life and have people see the world, you know? Right, right. Yeah. It's like when you have talent like that, anything is possible, and he's so disciplined, you know? And I think that's how success can come to some people, not easily, but can come to some people faster than others. When you're disciplined and you know what you want and there's a focus and he has all of that, you know, it's good. He's wonderful. Bless him. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, for the culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. My phone, I'm actually not on my phone as much as most people would think. I remember I went out with one of my followers like three weeks ago. I think he wanted to get some advice and I met up with him. And we were talking and I think an hour in he goes, I'm so surprised that you have not touched your phone once. And I guess there's a stigmatism with bloggers just being on their phones all the time. For me, it's like outside of posting and, you know, going on social to see what other people are doing or to draw inspiration and support and keep up with my friends. I really am not on my phone. I would say on my laptop more than anything, but it's easy for me to put away my phone when I don't have things to do on my phone. If I go out to dinner, my phone is away. If I'm interacting with my friends, my phone is away. If we decide that we're going to go to a movie, we'll go out. My phone is away. Uh, So I guess out of 100, my friends would say I'm on my phone maybe 20, 30%. And I think that's too high, but maybe I'm just, you know, (laughs) being too nice to myself. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I'm not on my phone that much at all. Like, I don't enjoy texting very much. I don't enjoy being on the phone, like, talking to people for hours. Uh, I do my best to avoid that. But, um, yeah, when I'm on my phone, I'm making plans with people to do something or... I have to do something on social and then occasionally when I get distracted and fall into that Instagram loophole, it's like every video on the Explore page is so entertaining. Uh, But outside of that, no, I'm not on my phone as much. Thankfully, I don't want to be on my phone as much. It makes me feel, uh, uh, what's the word? Is untalented a word? Untalented, yes. I Just like when you're not talented, you can say untalented, right? Yeah. It makes me feel like I have nothing to do. So yeah, it's like, I can't just be on my phone, you know? And also just, I find that when I am on my phone, I don't get much done. It's just so distracting. I try to stay away. It's just an hour gone, yeah. Right. Right. Honestly, honestly, it's so difficult, though. There's so much on social, it's like... But um, yeah, nothing sucks more than feeling like you could have done something else with your time. So I try to be very conscious of that. I don't think that it's ever too late. It's like, it's never too late to be a musician, right? So, like, and that's saturated, isn't it? It's like, it's never too late to be that. You just have to find your tribe and give to them what it is that they need. You, I think it was Tom Ford who said, you don't, you only need marketing to promote a product. If your product is shitty, the marketing is not going to do the sales for you. It's like, you have to have your perspective that you can give people. You have to give people what they need. If they don't want or find whatever you're giving useful and necessary, then, I mean, it's not going to do well. But if you're offering something that people want and need, you are going to do well. It's just after that, you will need to promote what it is that you are doing, which is, you know, doing this podcast with you right now. This is me going on BuzzFeed to talk about other things outside of what it is that I'm giving, only to bring people back to me and what it is that I'm doing, you know? So having great product, you know, doing the things you need to, to promote what it is that you're talking about and honestly just finding ways to push the kind of content you're feeding to people. If you can do those three things and be as kind as you can possibly be to people as you go out and meet them, I think that anything is possible, you know? it's like you have to it's like you do that study your industry and honestly be passionate because when you're passionate anything can happen you're doing the right research you're going out and meeting the right people you're looking for ways to continue to top and better yourself if you're doing all of that and hitting all the right tracks i don't see why you know things shouldn't work out you know i think that a lot can work out when you're passionate and when you're willing to do everything you possibly can to be able to be successful and you will know as your opportunity comes. Yeah. It's like the same strategies don't work for everyone. So, but the strategies will be around you. You know, you will have all the tools. You just have to find what works for you because at the end of the day, you're going by what your followers want or need the most. Right. Uh, Roll your eyes. Right. 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 Oh my God. And I'm always writing long things. Always. Yeah, they have to. (laughs) Well, at least the men do for the ones who need expert advice. Right. Mm, no. Right. Right. It. it is right. it is difficult. It is like its own job. It is right. its own thing. And I'm definitely going off on you know, I accidentally just stepped on a soapbox, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no. I'm passionate. <laughs> really? No. And everyone just, it's like, don't be lazy. You have a lot of people who are asking all these things. But when I started, I didn't have anyone to ask. It's just you just sort of do it yourself. You know, it's like, it's that because when I started it, the bloggers were not as approachable <laughs> as they with responding. So it's like, I mean, do it, do what you think you should do. And if you are consistent enough, then you will figure it out. You know, it's like, I've been doing this for almost like five years and I just now, I think I hit 10,000 like two years ago. I think it was two years ago. You know, it's like, you know, and I feel like maybe I should probably be at a higher place now, but you know, we're just still going. We're still going. Like, you just don't know. It's hard. It's so hard, but you can only do the best that you can. You know, you can only tell people, if you're telling people that they should follow you, you better give them something to follow. Right. And that should be strong whatever content you're producing should be strong. If they see that you are consistent, if they see you're authentic and you have a consistent perspective, then why wouldn't they follow, you know? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Right. And it's so cool. Uh, creatively, creatively, creatively. Uh... I don't, it's just, I feel like I do in terms of, uh, audience reaction or just generally I, that's with everything I put out. It's like when I think something is going to do great, never does. And then when I put out something that I'm like, okay, this is okay. Like it, it does really well. I'm so confused. So it's like, at this point it's, I trust my creative vision, like Obviously, if I'm posting it, like, I liked it enough to post. But I don't have any expectations for anything. It's because I'm surprised every time. It's just ridiculous, you know? It's, like, the things that I think can come off a little show-offy, which I think are not going to do well, do really well. And then the ones that I feel like, you know, took so much creative vision, like, images, I feel like will be referenced for years to come. Those don't do well. So it's, like... I don't really know, but creatively, I'm pretty open. I'm pretty open to actually doing it if it comes to mind, and if the end product does not sit well with me, then I won't share it. So, thankfully, I haven't had, you know, any issues in that department, and I'm usually in touch with how I want my creativity to flow. I remember one summer I was feeling creatively stifled, so I cut off all my hair just so something could feel different, and that changed a lot for me. Uh, you know, another time I felt creatively stifled. I just fired everyone on my team. I started to work with a new group of people. I mean, I'm very on track like that, where it's like I have to work fast, I have to think fast. I feel like I, you know, have solutions to most things. But, I mean, in terms of things not playing out the way I thought, it's usually with audience reactions or, you know, article reactions. It's like, oh, people... I mean, I guess it depends on what people are looking for at the time. It's very interesting. Very interesting. No, honestly, I'm so dramatic. (laughs) That's like it's the theater kid in me. It's like I'm so dramatic. And the funny part of that is that it works. It works. It's like, okay, cool. So I'm going to cut off all my hair. I'm sick of this. I need something to feel different. And I started to feel different. that reaction to me cutting my hair was all I needed to feel like okay, I'm going in the right direction, you know? Uh, And then just creating with other people, uncovering layers to yourself that you didn't know was there because these other people are pushing you to go there, you know? So things have been pretty fine. I mean, I haven't had, you know, that much to deal with in that department. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's important. Exactly. Right. It's fashion. I like dinners with champagne. Those are fabulous. Uh, I like dancing. I like like I actually dance. I like dancing. So I have to dance. I dance every morning to disco music and I have to dance at least once a day to feel like I'm in charge of my well-being. Uh, what else do I like to do? I enjoy running. I don't get to do it often in the city because the schedules are so up and down, but you know, running helps me clear my mind. I love staying home and watching movies or reality TV. It's pretty, and I like eating. That's it. Yeah, I'm pretty simple. Oh my God, it depends on the playlist. It's like shuffle. How are we feeling today? Is it like song after song? Is it one after the other? But uh, how many songs a day? I want to say that I go through maybe five, five or six. This is in the shower, when I get out, when I come back home, you know, uh, maybe four or five songs. Oh, it's like dance for fun. Whatever your body's feeling, feel it. Yeah, uh, thank you Yeah, it's like my roommate Gets a performance every day So I'm sure he loves that <laughs> um, and, and what about So this is my last question And I ask everybody And I love getting all different answers um, Yes so I mean, cliche answer, but I mean, to be happy, right? I feel like the Beyonce music video where she's like, um, my one goal in life is to be happy. But honestly, right? Like I authentically want to be happy just being myself and living life the way I want to live life without having to hurt anyone or step on anyone's toes. It's like being happy, world peace, No crime, no hate, you know, no racism. Just I would like for everyone to be happy and to be secure within themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone wants happiness, right? I don't think I've met anyone who just... Wanted to have a rough time in life, (laughs) you know, you know, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But also I wonder if there are some people in the world who just get off wanting to cause harm to people. What, What if that's just their instinctive thing? You know, what if that's what makes them happy? That's so interesting to me. Right. Right. Oh, oh, well. well, then those people should not be happy Then they should be pissed that they are not killing anyone or anything like that. Uh, yeah, so it's just that. And then everyone just, I guess, fighting their purpose in life. <laughs> like everyone to find your purpose and be happy, you know. You've been listening to Out of Line with Caroline Lee. Tweet me at Team Woodnote or tag me in your posts on Instagram using out of line podcast, And let me know what you thought of today's discussion and who you'd like to hear as a guest on Out of Line next. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season.